If you love Jesus, you will keep his commandments. So this is the response I get. Uh, oh, I can't tell you, I swear, um, 20, 30% of the time that I will post a blog about being free from the law and under grace. Um, and I always acknowledge that that's not an excuse to sin. Uh, as a matter of fact, it is that it is that freedom that I think motivates us to, to walk in the spirit. Question isn't, you know, oh, if you're free from the law, are you going to be evil and do works? The question is really, what do you want to do with this newfound freedom? Uh, that doesn't mean some people don't abuse it. They certainly do, at least for a season. But the common response is, ah, heretic. The Bible says, if you love me, you will keep my commands. And today I want to talk about that because if what Jesus is saying, if you love me, you'll keep the law. If you love me, you won't sin. If that's what Jesus is saying, it debunks our entire ministry. Every video I've ever done, I might as well go and take them all down because that would completely debunk everything I've ever said. So, you know, I'm always about context. We've got to look at the video. I'm sorry. We got to look at the scriptures, right? We've got to go through it, not just pull up one line. So this is what they do. They pull up one line. If you love me, Jesus said, you will keep my commands. And let's be honest, if that's the only language that we hear, well, it puts an end to the conversation. So today I want to talk about this. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And I'm going to pull up the scriptures so we can sort of uh, go through these here to go through these things here together. So bear with me one moment. Uh, and I think we should be good to go now. Okay. So uh, assuming you're seeing my screen, I hope that you are. Where does this verse come from? It comes from John chapter 14, verse 15. And here it is, Jesus saying this, and it's highlighted in green. Now, anything I highlighted is something I want you to pay extra close attention to, Okay. But here it is. He says, if you love me, keep my commands. Some other uh, versions will say, if you love me, you will keep my commands. And that's the go-to verse for, I'm just going to call it like it is, all the legalists. If they're not legalists, they are people who truly do not understand the scriptures because they wouldn't throw this verse at me because they would know Jesus isn't talking about the law. By the way, you know, when you talk about keeping the law, it's not plural. You got to keep the laws, right? It's you keep the law. It's it's singular. The law is not, it is made up of a bunch of different rules and regulations, but it's called the law. So if that were the case, Jesus would say, if you love me, you will keep my command. You will keep my law. But I want you to notice here in John 14. Now, we don't have time to go through uh, everything, but I'm going to give you some uh, just some little pieces of details that you should consider. It, I, I would challenge you to read John. I don't care. Go back two chapters, chapter 12 and 13 and 14, maybe even further, three or four or five chapters. Here's what you won't find. You will not find one reference, reference about keeping the law. Not So don't lie. So don't commit adultery. So don't steal, right? There's no discussion of the law. It's not anywhere on the on the ball field, right? It's so what is he talking about here? And by the way, there is a topic that is literally right in front of us that's being unrolled in front of us as we read these verses. And some bad guys, if you will, some puppets, I don't know what you might want to call them, or 
I will acknowledge there are some people who just simply and innocently and honestly have been really poorly taught and they're trying to stand up for the word of God. But I think a lot of these other people are just flat out evil people and they do not want you to be free in Christ. And they don't want you to recognize that you're under grace, not under the law. So let's just go ahead and flip over here. Before we before we go through these verses, which will be there in a minute, I promise. I want you to read what 2 Corinthians verse 9 says. It says this. It says, if the ministry that brought condemnation was glorious, how much more glorious is the ministry that brought that, that brings righteousness? Another version talks about in the same letter, it says, uh, if the ministry carved in letters on stone, uh, I think actually if we just back this up a little bit, we might see it. Uh, sorry, uh, eight to ten. Uh, uh, how will the ministry fit that? For if the ministry of condemnation, da, 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 okay, it's a different version. Uh, there's another version that literally says if the ministry engraved in letters on stone. So what is this ministry? Well, it's the law. If it brought in condemnation and death, right? If, and again, if it has so, so we'll stop there. You get my point. The point is, um, what is the law? It is a ministry of condemnation. If the law is the goal, if you love Jesus, you will keep the ministry of condemnation. Now, I want you to think about how silly that sounds. And don't give up on me yet. We're going to bring this back home. One more verse. I could probably do 30 or 40, if not 50 verses to prove that the goal is not if you love Jesus, you'll keep the law. Here, here's uh, Paul's letter, Romans chapter 10, verse 4. He says, for Christ is the end of the law for righteousness for everyone who believes. So Jesus is the end of the law for everyone who believes in him. So if, if, I'm, if the, the law has ended for me, why would the goal be for me to go back and keep it? I'm not under the law, scripture says. It says I'm not supervised by the law. And again, Jesus is the end of the law for all who believe. So now let's just move forward here. So we're going to start way up at the top here, uh, chapter 14. So this is where we just read this verse, right? And I want you to, I want you to see uh, what the backdrop is. What are they talking about? And I want to ask, now I'm just going to go ahead and spoiler alert, what the context is, I believe you're going to see today when Jesus says, if you love me, you will keep my commands, which means there's at least two. I'm going to show you, I believe that they're not laws and we're going to look for these. We're going to look for one law in this context here. Just one mention of the law. Or is it possibly that the commands are that we love each other as brothers and sisters in Christ, that means we don't have to go around, you know, yelling at each other because we have some minor disagreement. By the way, telling someone they're under the law is not a minor disagreement. It's the whole New Testament is, no, you're not under the law. You're free. You're under a new covenant. It's not minor disagreeing when we're trying to put people back under an old covenant law. The entire New Testament is pointing us to a new covenant. Uh, and I can't really give any wiggle room there. So we're going to see is, is the laws that we love each other and that we believe in Jesus. I think you're going to see right here in chapter 14 that the entire context is love and believe. So here it is, verse 14, chapter one. Chapter one, I'm sorry, it's John chapter 14, verse one. He says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Notice the highlighted words. You believe in God. Now, what's he going to say? Believe also in me. What did he just claim? 
He's claiming here that he is God and he's tr and he wants to make sure, hey, you need to believe this. My father's house has many rooms. If it weren't so, would I uh, have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? Again, saying that he's my father's a pretty big deal. And I go to prepare a place for you. I'll come back to take you with me that you also may be where I am. You know the way the place, you know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas says, Lord, uh, we don't know where you're going. How, how can we know the way? Jesus answered, he says, I am the way and the truth and the life. What? I am the way? Yeah, nobody comes to God. No one comes to the Father, but through me. That's a big claim here. What, what's the context? What do we hear? Believe, all right? Any laws mentioned yet? Nope. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him. And what? Here it is. And have seen him. And these guys are like, oh, uh, what? And Jesus is like, you saw me. If you've seen me, you've seen God. So Philip said, Lord, Lord, um, Lord, show us the Father and that uh, he will be enough for us. Jesus answered, don't you know me, Philip? Even after I've been among you such a long time, anyone who has seen me, what? Has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? In other words, you're making a silly statement. Do you still not get it? I am the Father in the flesh. I am God in the flesh. I am in Christ. I am in God and God is in me. We are one. Don't, don't you believe that I am the Father, for anyone who thinks I might be wrong, uh, and that the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, the Father living in me is doing the work. Believe me. Here it is again, over and over. Believe me. Believe what about me? What am I telling you to believe? That I am God. I am God in the flesh. That's what, that's the context here. When I believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, at, or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. You guys saw Jesus doing a lot of miracles, and you don't know he is indeed God. We're in trouble. Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me uh, will do the works that I've been doing, and they will do, by the way, this work is uh, this work is love, ultimately. Um, we know that the disciples are going to be doing some pretty amazing miracles, but uh, most of us absolutely are not doing that. Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I've been doing, and they will do even, this is where I was going, greater things than these because I am going to the Father. The greater thing we're going to do is love one another. We're going to receive the Spirit. We're going to inherit the kingdom. And I will do whatever you ask in my name. Now, again, this is just to the disciples here. Like, hey, you guys are going to be having some real cool powers here to uh, spread the gospel. And I'm going to help you to drive it home so people will know that you speak by the authority of God because you're going to cast out demons. You guys are going to do some pretty cool stuff. And the idea that, that so again, I just want to go, that's just the disciples doing it. So the father, why? Why is he doing it? So that the father may be glorified in the son. You may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. And then we get to this verse 15. Remember, what was the context? He's talking about believing. If you love me, keep my commands. 
Now remember, well, Mike, you said it was love and believe. Don't worry, we're driving that all home. Same author, same letter, we got it. Uh, if you love me, keep my commands and I will ask the father and he will give you uh, another advocate to help you uh, and be with you forever, the spirit of truth. So the spirit of Christ, the spirit of truth will be put placed into all of us and has been if we're believers. The word world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he lives in you and, and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you before long. The world uh, will not see me anymore, but you will see me because I live, uh, because I live. You also shall live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my father and you are in me and I am in you. That's crazy. Wait, you're in God. Uh, I'm in you and you're in me. I mean, uh, the, look. The average person would obviously shake the head and go, oh, that doesn't make sense. And the same way he's explaining that is how can God be the son and the son be be the father? And yet Jesus is the son. of See, it's God, right? He's God. We don't have to question it, right? We just say, yeah, it sounds absolutely impossible because for man, something like that would be impossible. And then again, he says, I'm in my father, you're in me and I'm in you. And Whoever keeps my commands and keeps them, whoever has my commands, what are his commands? Believe, remember? Believe in the Son. Love one another as I loved you. Uh, is the one who loves me. Therefore, uh, the one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. Then Judas says, uh, but Lord... Uh, why do you intend to show yourself to us and not the world? Jesus replies, anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. We can stop right there. We hear this, obey my teaching. Have you heard any teaching about, you better not tell a lie. Tell a lie. No, come on, guys. Are we teaching that? You, you have to really twist my words to say, I'm saying, let's go tell lies. Should we commit adultery? Of course not. But is there any discussion about adultery or any laws, any of the laws, the, the, the Ten Commandments, or if you want to go back to some ceremonial laws or whatever, that's not in context here. So what in the world are people running around saying, yeah, if you love Jesus, you'll obey the law. I'm like, well, that's not what it says. It says you will keep my command. And that's all we're unpacking today. So now we're nearing the end, guys. We're really just going to put a bow on it here and say, all right, is it really laws? Uh, is he talking about laws or is he talking about loving one another and believing what he's been telling these people? And so far, we've seen no evidence of laws. But do we see any more evidence of it being what I just said? Well, this is fast forward one chapter. John chapter 15, verses 12 to 14. And Jesus says this. So remember, I'm saying his command is love and believe. Here's Jesus saying this. My command is this, that you keep the Mosaic law. I'm kidding. Jesus says this. My command is this. Love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one, greater love has no one than this, that lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. Now remember, what's the command? He just said it. It's right there in yellow tan, I guess. Love each other as I have loved you. Now, 
Now, we, this is one chapter forward, right? John chapter 15. Then we saw that if you love me, keep my commands in chapter 14. Let's rewind one chapter. Here it is. Same letter, one chapter earlier. He says this, a new command that I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. So clearly, what is the big focus? The big focus more than anything is love, right? And all on in chapter 14, he's talking about, believe me, I am God. I am God in the flesh. Believe. And I just want to show you one final verse. And this right here is uh, 1 John chapter 3, verse 22, verses 22 to 24. He says, and receive from, uh, from him anything we ask because we keep his commands. There's that word again. Oh, big, scary word. Because we keep his commands. If people grab onto that and try to say, yes, yeah, so you better get back under the law. You know, the one that Jesus is the end of, the ministry of condemnation and death. Yeah, Jesus wants you back under that same system. Well, he doesn't. Because we keep his commands and do what pleases him. And Jesus wants to make sure we're not misunderstanding. He says, and this, and this is his command, right? Don't go saying it's the law, people, because Jesus is not saying that. Here he goes. This is his command to believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ. There's one. And one more, guys. And to love one another as he commanded us. That's your commands. The one who keeps God's commands lives in him and he in them. And this is how we know that he lives in us. We know it by the spirit he gave us. So folks, this is at the end of the day, I want you to see this. We should not be lying, cheating, stealing, committing adultery. That, that's crazy talk. But what we have going on today is there is a, it's been going on, I guess, since early Christianity, is there's a movement that wants you to believe that you're not free from the law, that you're not supervised by the law, you're not under the law, that the law is a ministry of condemnation and death, and they want to put you back under it. In other words, you have a new covenant. They want you back under the old covenant, the one that points its finger at your face. Anyone who keeps the entire law but stumbles at one point is guilty of it all. But Jesus wants you to keep his commands. Doesn't make sense, folks. None of that stuff adds up. The reality is Jesus wants you to be completely free from the law. The goal is not keeping the law. The goal is not even avoid lying, cheating, and stealing. Again, we should not do these things. But that's not the goal. The goal is knowing Jesus. And we, we express that and we exude our, the love that we have from Jesus by loving one another, right? Loving one another as he loved us. And let me go further. You can't do that fully and truly and deeply until we believe in the Son. If you believe in Jesus, he will, the scripture says he will pour his love in our heart. And it's not even something we have to try to do. We will love one another. We might get on each other's nerves. Uh, we might not really want to hang around some others, but there's this innate love. Like, I don't know, I, the guy's a Christian. Like, if you're a Christian, you should be able to look at any Christian and say, yeah, he might annoy me, but I don't know. There's just there's an innate love. It's like my brother or sister in Christ. Um, I don't want to have a backyard cookout with every Christian, but that doesn't mean that I don't love them. 
Um, some of them really do get on my nerves. And um, but the re- end of the day, I do love them. You can love someone and really not get along the greatest, at least here in the flesh right now. So anyway, hopefully today, here was the core, is that you realize that there is a Bible verse that says, if you love Jesus, you'll keep his commands. My only intent today was that you realize the commands are not laws. They are loving others and believing that Christ indeed is God in the flesh. Hope that helps. If you liked it, please comment, like, and share. God bless you all.